Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Uncle Duke. Feels so good to be back on the airwaves, reporting to you live from Los Angeles, California. And this is episode five of the Everybody Everybody Has a Story Story podcast. podcast. Yeah. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Yeah. Whether you young and a shorty. Yeah. Whether you grown and you 40. Yeah. Whether it's pain or it's glory. Yeah. Everybody got a story. Yeah. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a past. But everybody got a future. Mask off like future. Going back to the future. Independent like Boosie. Shout out to the Fugees. I almost forgot y'all were here. I almost broke out into a full freestyle. Thank you all for joining us on episode five of the Everybody Everybody Has a Story Story podcast. podcast. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Candle Essentials. Now, if you're anything like me and you love people, but at the same time you're low-key a homebody and like to catch a vibe at the crib with a great book, a tall glass of fruit juice, and some quality soul music, then you have to check out Candle Essentials by Tasha J. Speaking from my own personal experience and coming highly recommended from your neighborhood uncle, Candle Essentials is A1 from day one, straight up and down like a garage door. And the candles are 100% soy candles. And the best part about it is that it has plantable packaging. So what that means is you can actually plant the package that the candle comes in and grow a plant from the package. I know that's fly. So you got to check out Candle Essentials by Tasha J. Whether you're a candle connoisseur looking for a new fragrance for your family room or you just want to have a little candlelit dinner for your little baby, go to Candle Essentials and check out their new candles. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I love you. Now, back to our show. Man, it feels like you guys are family now. And man, you know, it's funny. My mom always had this thing that she used to say. She would walk up in a house and she would be like, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Come on, say amen, somebody. On that note, this is the perfect segue for me to update my family on what's going on in my life right now. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm currently in Los Angeles for work. God is good. Hey, listen, I'm grateful to have a job. I'm in debt right now. (laughs) I need this job. I will be out here for another week or two, but I will be back in Texas soon to link up with the dogs them. And while we're on that note, I want to send a special shout out to my niece, Sophia, who's going to be turning two this month. I can't believe it. Also, I want to send a shout out to Kaylani and to my godson, Ricky. I pray for you guys every single day and I miss you. I can't wait to come see you. The most ironic thing on earth that I actually saw once I came into this industry was that the wealthiest people that I come across on a day-to-day basis usually tend to be the people who spend the least amount of money. They're the least flashy. So when I first started out in this industry and someone would come into my office right here, they'd come right into this office here, and they would come in and they would be, I mean, decked out. I'm talking designer clothes, the nice shoes, the jewelry, everything like that. Hair done, just everything's perfect. And I would think to myself, okay, all right. We're about to do something today. I'm thinking this is somebody with some money. And then once you get past all of that and they pull out the actual, the receipts, when they show you the receipts and show you the actual, like their, their documents, their accounts and everything like that, the least amount of money. 
but then the one who pulls up to your office in a five-year-old, 10-year-old Subaru wearing really just like plain clothes, nothing over the top. These are the folks with millions of dollars in assets, millions, cash. I'm talking cash. We gotta change our mindset to stop imitating those people if we wanna create financial freedom for ourselves. And the way that we do that is we have to look at our expenses. What expenses can we reduce as much as possible so that at the end of the month, the difference between what we spend and what we bring in, so that so the difference between those two is as wide as possible. Because that's where wealth is created, in the gap. I call it the gap. The gap between what you spend and what you make. And imagine, you keep your expenses at, at a nice low level and you keep on making more money, keep on making more money. That's, what, that's the sweet spot. That's the real sweet spot. You don't have to worry about a recession. An emergency comes up, no problem. I got that. That's what wealth is for. Wealth is not just about sitting in the bank. Wealth is about allowing you to have the freedom to live the way you want to live, allowing you to have the freedom to never have to say, I can't afford that. And if you want to be able to live that way, then you have got to keep your expenses low. All right. That's a quick motivational word brought to you by MJ Harris. And man, I'm excited to get into the content of today's podcast man if you haven't had the chance to listen to our last podcast episode we had an incredible conversation with our last guest matt mendoza and we talked about wealth we talked about more ways to make extra income we talked about cashing in on your passions and we talked about living a life where you get to chase your dreams if you haven't checked that out man you gotta go listen to it all right so now to the main event i know a lot of you guys have been hitting my inbox about this saying that we need to talk about love and relationships questions have been going crazy suggestions have been through the roof and i want to say thank you for everybody who took the time to send a question to send a suggestion to send a topic that you want to talk about I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to get into this episode. I think it's going to be transformative. I think it's going to bring you information that could really bring value to your everyday life, and I think it will give you new ways to look at relationships and new ways to prepare yourself in that season of waiting while you're waiting for the right person to come along. Look at my baby, I've been trying to get you long time I'm on the road, but I've been thinking about you long time I'm trying to catch you on a text to peep you online Look at my baby, I've been thinking about you long time Look at my baby, I've been trying to get you long time I'm on the road, but I've been thinking about you long time I'm trying to catch you on a text to peep you online Look at my baby, I've been thinking about you long time I kept thinking at the end of my life, if God said to me, here's what I wanted to do in your life, mm -hmm. but because you had no discipline in that area, here's all I could do in your life. Ooh. Would all the women that I would have exchanged my full destiny for mm. have been worth it? And for me personally, I said, no, I, it wouldn't have been worth it. So that's what kept me in it. And then also, you know, growing up, you know, my, my father died when I was uh, nine years old. You know, he was 36 when he died of a heart attack. You know, his, his, uh, he struggled with alcoholism and different women, and my uncles did the same thing. And when I looked at just the destruction, that no discipline, 
had in my family. And then I was raised by my mother, my grandmother, and my grandmother's seven sisters, most of whom are still alive. And I saw how no discipline in their men's lives hurt them. And I just said, you know, look, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but let me be a committee of one to try to get discipline in this area and see if it can lay, lay a healthier foundation for my life. Okay, okay. Before we get started with this conversation, I want you to know that I love you. Whoever you are that's listening to this right now, I want you to know that I love you. I know that there is somebody who is listening to this right now and is struggling from loneliness that comes from being single. And I know that right now in this exact moment, the words that are coming out of my mouth are pertaining exactly to your situation. And I want you to know that that is not on accident. I want you to know that every day for the last week, I've been praying to God asking that he would put something on my spirit that will reach you just in time because I know that you've been praying for a sign and I know that you've been praying for hope and I know that you've been praying for love. Okay, now that I have your attention, here's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat these words after me. I want you to say, God loves me. I want you to say it again like you mean it. Say, God loves me. And I want you to say this prayer with me to the God of Abraham and to the God of Moses and to the God who loved me so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for my sins. May your will be done in my life from now until you take us home. In the worthy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I messed around, forgot we were having a podcast. I went to church there for a second. Okay, okay, we're back now. Before we dive all the way into this conversation, I want you to hear these words. You have to be secure in knowing that you are doing your thing and you are doing it well. That you are doing what you are supposed to be doing. Your speed and your pace is perfect and you are on the right track. Social media has the tendency to create within us this anxiety that we are not doing enough. And so in our anxiety, we do more. We grind more. We post more. But you are doing what you are supposed to be doing and you do not need anybody else to validate it through comments or likes. Some people look like they are having a great life. But in actuality, it is a great moment that they chose to snapshot. Listen, listen, those are very important words brought to you by Janae Middleton. And I want to say thank you to her for wording that so perfectly. Listen, some of you right now are seeing people on social media posting up pictures with Bay or getting married or traveling and you want the same thing. But the truth of the matter is that you're not ready for a relationship. Now, I know some of you are like, whoa, 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 slow your horses. I've been single for a while now. I feel like I'm finally starting to get over my ex, and I think I'm ready to get out there. Now, I cannot speak for everybody, but I have been out here in these streets, and I know what's going on. Look, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying. It is so important for you to have fun with your friends. It's part of the healing process. But if you have not taken the time to realize that you went through a traumatic experience... Like somebody cheated on you and you had to devalue yourself because you love them so much that you did not walk away. 
Listen, let me tell you a story. I got to tell you the story about Sashi. I hope she doesn't kill me. What's up, baby? I love you so much. I miss you. <laughs> All right, so some of y'all may not know, but I was trying to get Sashi for a long time. So I was putting in my little work or whatever, but she was adamant about us being friends. And she wanted the foundation of whatever it is that we were building to be friendship. And while we're on that subject, let me ask you a question. If somebody pulled up on you on the street and was like, hey, yo, what's up, girl? Let me get your number. You need to be wifey. The majority of you who aren't desperate would be like, yo, fall back. I don't know you. But that's exactly what happened to me. I was praying for Sashi. Listen, I was praying to God for Sashi. And every single time I would pray, he'd be like, yo, fall back. You want my daughter, but I don't even know you. Whoa, big thought right there. But it's crazy because the thing that connected me and Sashi that eventually made us get together is that we were both looking for somebody who knew Jesus. So I think this is a great segue for us to talk about any good and real relationship requires time. Like you have to take time out of your day to make time to communicate with somebody else. And on a spiritual parallel, I think that means that in order for you to get closer to God, you're going to have to take time out of your day to communicate with him. It's just like this. Imagine if you were in a relationship with somebody and the only time that you ever talked is when you went out on a date. So all week you didn't hang out, but on Thursday night when you go for dinner, that's the only time the entire week that you talk to somebody that you're in a relationship with. It just wouldn't work. A relationship with God just can't work if the only time that you talk to him is when you go to church over the weekend. There has to be time throughout the week that you dedicate so that you can communicate with him and devotion with him and allow yourself to hear whatever it is that he has to tell you because he does have a plan and he does have a will and he does have a vision for your life. But you have to make time in order to be able to hear whatever it is that he wants to tell you and show you. Sit down quietly every day for a few minutes, close your eyes, put your attention in your heart, ask yourself, uh, who am I? Wait to see what happens. Then ask yourself, <clears throat> what do I want? Wait for a little bit in stillness. And then ask yourself, what's my purpose? What am I doing here? And if you just do that as a start, then situations, circumstances, events, people, relationships, will appear in your life to answer those questions. It's the way consciousness is set up. Man, this is just good stuff. Thank you to the Honorable Deepak for the words of wisdom. And I want you to play that back again. Just rewind this podcast 30 seconds and listen to those questions that Deepak mentioned. And really ask yourself those questions when you have a moment. All right, so I want to have a little bit more fun as we get into the final segment of the Everybody Everybody Has a Story Story podcast, episode 5. And uh, it is another question, but as I am in California right now, I'm right next to the University of Southern California, so I decided to hit the streets and ask a couple students on campus what they thought the most important thing in a relationship was to them, and here's what happened. All right, so what is the most important thing in a relationship to you? Uh, Trust. Trust. Uh, So the most important thing in a relationship is communication. Um, and trust. Trust, yeah. Alright, what's the most important thing in any relationship to you? Is that you always have to be loyal to that special person. Alright, so what do you think the most important thing in a relationship is to you? I think the best part is going on adventures together. Awesome. That's awesome. like the most important. Awesome, alright, what about you? Uh, for me, the most important part is to have trust in each other. 
All right, there's more, but it got way too explicit, and we like to keep it clean over here at the Everybody, Everybody as a Story, a story podcast. podcast. I want to say thank you to all the kind students over at USC. Go Trojans for taking a moment to answer my question and to bring more entertainment to the Everybody as a Story podcast. I don't know what the most important thing in a relationship is to you, but once you find out what that is, do everything in your God-given ability to make that a priority and not an option. You were created to do more than anybody has ever told you. Don't settle for anything less than you deserve because you are a child of the Most High King. Something special is on its way, and God may not be on schedule, but he's always on time. And you have to trust in God's perfect timing that he will bring to pass exactly what he promised you and exactly what he said he would do. Let me ask you something. Are you afraid of benefits? Are you too scared to give you all because you don't have the responsibilities that come when you choose to commit? Excuse my language, but I'm not talking about the regular I'm talking about with Jesus. You see, everyone wants to be put back together because we all fall to pieces. We want to give God the terms and conditions for our time like he's the one who really needs us. It's crazy because we all want to live lavish lives. People want to ask God to bless their finances, but no one really wants to pay tithes. A man will say, Lord, send me the one while still holding on to his last five. But I'm much obliged to show you how this thing works. You see, like any real relationship, sometimes a relationship can hurt. Of course, there's a cupcake phase. It always starts off breezy. But we stay faithful to God when it turns out not to be so easy. I mean, there's late nights, plenty of fights, a whole bunch of reasons. But don't just stick around for the winter. Make it last all four seasons. Yeah, okay, the world makes the grass look greener, but I promise you're going to regret leaving. Your life will spiral out of control. You, you suffocate mentally. You pass out like you was never breathing. Don't be that friend of benefits. I can't say it ends too well. It's too much to risk. I'm not the one to condemn a man to hell, but hey, if the shoe fits, don't be offended. Don't be the one crying out, where is God when it's your relationship that's open-ended? See, God wants us to succeed. It's crazy how much we can accomplish when we get down on our knees. There's, a, there's, there's just no feeling above it. Friends of benefits, that's a liability. But a commitment, man, yeah. Yeah, that's full coverage. Yo, shout out to my brother Cali, a.k.a. Life Juice, for that piece right there. I hit him last minute and asked him if he could bless me with something for the podcast, and he sent that right back. And I appreciate it, beloved. You already know what it is. Thank you, everybody, for being tuned in to episode five of the Everybody Everybody Has a Story Story podcast. That concludes our broadcast day. Until next time, I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Hey, David, man, what's going on? It's Devon. It was so good to meet you the other day. And I, I listen, I love phrase picks. When I was on Instagram and I saw some of your quotes and I saw the quality of what you're doing, you do bring praise to God through using Instagram and social media and through by putting so much care into the picks that you post. So I just want to encourage the praise picks community to keep going, keep designing. You have no idea how one image can change someone's life forever. There are so many people that are discouraged right now that need hope and there they are scrolling and they see a praise pick and it can change the trajectory of how they think. It can remind them that they serve a God that loves them and it can give them hope in the moment when they need it the most. So keep going. God bless you. Thank you for pre-ordering the Hollywood Commandments. I'm so appreciative and I can't wait for you to get the book. It's going to bless you. God keep you and keep walking in steps of destiny.